Welcome to Sparks, a podcast from Ignium, designed to help you reignite your passion and drive your business forwards. In this second interview recorded between Phil Rose and Victoria Melville, we talk about the technological advances and how the speed of change of technology is improving our lives in many ways. We also discuss how it's impacting our lives in different ways. We discuss remote working and how we can all benefit from the technology that exists to help us stay in touch by effectively working together. Please note, this podcast was recorded prior to the 2020 pandemic and makes interesting listening with the hindsight we have now as we discuss work-life balance and the always-on culture. I hope you find this conversation interesting. Please remember to leave us a short review and a rating as this helps the podcast be found by others who might find it interesting. Remember to drop us a note of topics you would like to hear about in the future. And also, if you have guests you think would be useful, send those a note too. Enjoy the show. Hi, we're joined by um, Phil Rose, co-founder at Ignium, the leadership, development and change experts. Hi, Phil. Thanks for joining us again. Hi, Victoria. Great to speak to you again. It's really good to catch up because we recently spoke about um, what we're looking forwards to next year as we start on a new decade and we talked about the one workforce but something you touched on in our conversation was the um, technological advances and the impact they're having on businesses and employees and how they how they work and I'm really interested to explore that a bit further with you. Yeah and I I think it's um when you use the word explore I think there's, there's a lot to explore in technological advances at the moment and the impact on the workforce is amazing. We've we've been we've been part of the internet now for many years, as we all know. Um, and when you look at the the speed of change and the speed with which you're receiving data and the volume of data, that's the thing that's that's having its biggest impact. Um, so when we talk about technology, we everyone's heard about things, but it's the advances advances we're seeing are almost too much for some people to keep up with, and businesses need to be really aware of that. So when you say people are struggling with that, is that is it that human beings can't evolve anymore to keep up with the technology? Well, you know, it's interesting. I'd, I'd love to speak to a to a, a, a psychologist about this, but I think there's something there about um, we do the best we can with the resources we have available. Uh, and when we come back to the conversation we had uh, previously about the generations in the workforce. Um, you can anybody in that generational gap between you know the baby boomers to the to the Gen Z. We all have the ability to use the technology in the same way, but some of us are choosing to use it in different ways and and make the most of it. And the key to me is about businesses not becoming slaves to the technology, but actually using technology for the benefit of the business. And I think that the the, the point there is when we if we went back to the year two thousand for those of us that remember the year two thousand and. Uh, all the technology changes that came about. There were a lot of businesses who jumped on the bandwagon of having to make changes because of the year 2000 problem. We were suddenly going to flip from 1999 to 2000, and those last two digits were going to make the change. And there was a big market there for people thinking they had to do something, and they just got on the bandwagon of having to make the change and spent millions and millions of pounds or dollars changing things just in case the world stopped the following day. It didn't, and it never was going to happen like that, but people were worried. And they didn't want to take the risk of not being involved in it. And I think the same now happens with technology now. Some people think we've got to have this latest technology because everyone else is getting it. And that's a risk I think businesses need just to weigh up. Okay, what's the benefit to our business? 
How do we manage our employees? And actually, at the end of the day, how does it help us, us serve our purpose better and better facilitate our interactions with our customers? That's the key to what technology has to be about. Oh, yeah, and the options are the choice we have compared to when we look back at the two, 2000s and the millennium bug as such. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? And I think, you know, we talk about remote working and flexible working. And I remember back in, you know, 1999, trying to dial up from mm. home and it just didn't work um and you were better off being in the office but that's changed yeah. hasn't it now yeah it has and you know the the key thing here, i think is um we can all work remotely we don't have to travel there's a big there's a big issue with climate change you know the climate emergency is real um and, and one of the big things we can use we can use technology to help us manage our relationships and develop them over time and space through using technology you know we all have access to zoom or skype we all have access to linkedin or facebook or twitter or instagram these tools all can help us communicate and actually we can stay in touch with the office through those as well so if we looked at some of the, the business tools around there ranging from from slack to trello to monday brilliant tools that really help people keep in touch and manage projects remotely we don't need to be face to face I was going to say there's a danger to that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And I think the, the caveat is this human interaction. Um, uh, I always use the same phrase when I talk about generations in the workforce. Uh, a good friend of mine once said, you know, the generations of the workforce, we need to look at to manage them. And he said, well, at the end of the day, they're all humans. They still need to do a job. And actually, that's the key here as well. We're all humans. And actually, we all crave relationships with people that we work with. Um, even the best lone worker probably wants to meet people occasionally. And I think there's something about how do you get that balance between lone remote working and being part of a team. And that's one of the things that businesses that succeed in the future will have to look at how do they manage that to get the most and best out of their employees. Is there another challenge as well in that the always on, always connected is you can fall into the trap of, oh, I've received that email from my boss at midnight does that mean I'm expected to work those hours as well? I think that's a massive problem. And I think that the more we get used to that, the better. Because I think that the, the problem is we've always had this. And um, again, it comes back to this volunteers and people expect you to be in the office. People expect you to be working. Um, the key to remote working is about being flexible. I was at a presentation just yesterday by a, a lovely recruitment agency that specialises in um, recruiting people who choose to work between school hours um, and their intention is that they can bring in all of these very experienced people in the workforce um, who actually have chosen not to be part of the nine to five anymore because it suits their lifestyle but you know what these people are amazing at doing their job they've got amazing ability and businesses of all kind can actually start using their resources for a fraction of the cost of employing them full-time but they've got to recognize that flexible working is the key and i think that this thing about um we all get emails at different times the temptation is to pick up our phone and look at the message and respond straight away and that's not healthy compassion has to come into that from the individual's point of view and we have to recognize that people respond at different times because we work at different times i I received an email from from one lady who works with a a very large rail company and at the bottom of her email it says at xyz company we work flexibly so whilst it suits me to email now i do not expect response or action outside of your own working hours and i think that's the healthy approach we should all be taking it's refreshing isn't it and i guess as more if if more people 
can influence that, then hopefully this work-life balance will start to become more of a reality. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, this work-life balance, I think this is going to be a big thing in in the next decade. Um, I personally don't believe there's a difference between work and work and life anymore for a lot of people. It's all become merged together, and and technology has caused that to happen. And I think those businesses that do best in the future are the ones that become aware of this and look at, okay, how do we manage this for individuals? How do we help people take time out and get real downtime from their technology and and be mindful, and I use that word mindful, mindful of not being on their phone, not being on their computer, not having their iPad with them, and just taking complete time out. Because technology can support us, but I think it can also undermine us because we're always on and that I think is a big danger we need to be aware of in the next decade. That's really interesting. Thank you, Phil. Really appreciate your thoughts and insight on that. You're welcome. Thank you. So that concludes this episode of Sparks. Thanks for listening. We're always looking for ideas on how to drive this podcast forward. So if you've got comments, please leave them via a review of our show along with your rating or send us an email to sparks at avmconsult.com. 